This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. World of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. friends how y'all doing greetings <laughs> good Svetlana's out for a walk she goes on missions to uh, find people and pray for them hey she's that success is, that is fantastic how are you doing every day Let's great I'm doing very well okay good good deal folks welcome aboard this is a live program we're live with Robert Avila coming to you from Sweden uh, here on Wednesday, January 31st, 2024. Robert, you want to open us in prayer? Oh, great and mighty God, there is none like you. We seek to glorify you each day, Father. We desire to draw near to you. We desire to see and understand things according according to your wisdom, Almighty One. We pray, Father, that you will stand with us, that you will be with us, that you will lead us, O great God, and that you will take... Uh, great efforts to keep us onto that great life, Lord, that path that you made for us, created, designed for each one of us individually, specifically, Lord. And we know that your love is great and that there is no greater life than the one that you created for us. For us. So we ask you and beseech you, Lord, to keep us on that path, Lord, the life that you have made for, for us. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen to that. My friend, the mic is yours and welcome back. Okay, Shannon, this is a message that is uh, not not safe for YouTube or any of the uh, oppressive platforms. Uh, this is a message that has been, been uh, repeatedly uh, deleted by them. Uh, even Rumble uh, deletes this message. Uh, only BitChute has left up these, and, they, and even they have um, not deleted them, but made them uh, 
inactive, so that if you push play, nothing happens. So uh, maybe they don't do that. Maybe that's a hack. I don't know. But this is a message that the enemy does not want anyone to hear. But I want you to hear it. And with the the, uh, most important aspect of any Christian teaching at all, which is that uh, in Christ we have faith, in Christ we have comfort, and we know that... Robert, we lost you. We're... uh, the signal is cutting in and out. Can you hear me? God will always take care of us. God moved high to Ukraine. Oh, yes, I hear you. Are you uh, are you using iPad on a Wi-Fi or are you on a computer? Uh, this, what are you this, using? This, I, I, iPad, iPad with Wi-Fi. Yeah. Okay. You got any other devices uh, pulling on your uh, bandwidth? If so, turn them off. Let me call you right back on Skype. Try to refresh it. Hold on. Okay. All right. Okay, let's try that again. Hey, welcome okay. back, Robert. Um, okay, so as I was saying, go, go ahead. Uh, we're okay. And you know what? I just okay. thought about it. Uh, if we have a bad connection here, we can always try bringing you in on Facebook um, in the Messenger. That works too. Oh, okay, yeah, whatever, whatever's needed. Okay, so as I was saying, uh, the enemy does not want anyone to hear this message. <laughs> so in Jesus' name, while uh, we command any uh, evil spirits trying to come against this connection or this broadcast, uh, be gone in Jesus' name. You're not wanted. You're not welcome. Get out. And we thank you, Lord, that you send angels to enforce that, that we will have uh, perfect clarity and audio for this entire message. We praise your name, Lord. Amen. Okay, so I'm going to discuss today uh, the greatest threat to the future of humanity. And to me, this message is so difficult to receive that I'm going to start with, and, and, and this is the message, this is how the Holy Spirit laid this message out for me earlier this week, that first I'm going to show you. So Jesus said, if I testify of myself, if a man testify of himself, you know, what is that? But if God, but if two testify, then you have a true testimony. And he said, so if the kingdom of God testifies of me, and what he meant was, if what I say comes true, if I pray for this man to be raised, he will be raised, then you know that I am true, that I come from God, right? So uh, I'm going to share some of the things that the Holy Spirit has told me in the past that have come true. And uh, at least half of these I posted to YouTube, and many of these things I spoke about on Omega Man Radio before they happened. So I'm going to go through these things, and then I'm going to share this message about the greatest threat to humanity's future. All right, so uh, somewhere around 1995, the Holy Spirit showed me in a dream. He just showed me this simple, like a cross-section of a tissue— and there was something growing on it, but this thing that was growing was completely encapsulated in a, a layer of cells. And the dream explained, it said, they, the doctors don't understand what is cancer, and it's because they test it wrong. And he showed a tool, take a scraping of the surface. They said, you see, the, the body builds specific cells to encapsulate this fungus growing in the body. 
and they test the cells and they don't know what kind of tissue that is. And they say, oh, these are uh, wild cells. These are errant cells growing out of control. Uh, we're not supposed to see this kind of cells anywhere. Uh, so this must be uh, the body growing out of control. And, and that's, what they, that's what they are taught in the school and that's what they believe. So this cancer, uh, he showed me, is really just fungus. And uh, years later, uh, this was confirmed. I found the, the work of this Italian doctor. Of course, he is uh, oppressed. He is resisted, um, canceled, as they say in the culture. Uh, this guy named Tullio Simoncini. And he has video. He showed that this guy had, like, multiple throat cancer patches. And all he did was uh, he put a camera down the guy's throat, and then he just squirted sodium bicarbonate, baking soda, uh, a liquid mixture uh, dissolved in water onto the guy's throat, and in seven days, the nodes completely disappeared. And he explained, he said, fungus cannot tolerate an extreme change in pH, and so it dies. So that was very interesting. So if, if it's so easy to cure cancer, then why don't they? Well, anything that they resist, it's because it's part of their long-term agenda somewhere. All right? Uh, they don't want uh, unity. See, God said he wants unity. They don't want unity because... Uh, disunity, uh, disagreement, violence to the level of violence. That's what they want. That's part of their end times goal. Okay. So that's just to say that God showed me that cancer is fungus. At least some can types of cancer are fungus, but it's oppressed. Uh, there's another man uh, named Ted Brzezinski. You've maybe never heard of him, but he developed a process to cure certain types of brain cancer. And it absolutely works. It's worked 100% of the time in uh, patients where he applied his, his uh, molecule that he harvested from uh, healthy humans. And uh, these people's cancer was cured. They just lacked a certain molecule that their body needed to build some kind of a hormone or something that would attack this uh, process that was going out of control inside people's brains. And so he was able to cure them. And of course, they resisted him. They tried to take his license. Um, another one of the... Uh, Men in the government tried to patent Brzezinski's invention in, under his own name. Uh, they did a, every kind of evil thing against Ted Brzezinski. Okay? So they're pressing it for a reason. All right? So just a little bit of a segue here. Sometimes when God is showing us something, it's, much, it's part of a much larger conversation. And when he was showing me, like, look, this is how simple cancer really is, he was leading me into learning that cancer is most likely part of the uh, end time plan of the enemy. And that's going to fold into uh, what I'm going to preach at the end of this message here. Okay, so um, many of us, you know, we have dreams about uh, what someone in our family is pregnant. They haven't told anyone yet, you know, and we know and you give them a call. Or sometimes you wake in the middle of the night and you just know that someone you care about is being attacked or is going through a trial. And so you pray for them. And you call them in the morning. You say, look, this is what God showed me. And they say, yeah, this is exactly what's going on. And thank you so much, right? So we have these kind of confirmations that God is speaking to us. And, I'm, and I just want to let you know that I have those as well. And I have them, you know, sometimes two, two three times a week. It happens like that for me. Uh, something happens. I'm like, oh, I dreamed this before. I know what's going to happen right here because God showed me. And this is part of God. See, God wants to, to lead us into seeing that he can do the little things to, to help us understand that we can also do the big things. And if we will turn those little things over to him, if we will show that we are trustworthy with these little things, then he'll give us 
the bigger things. Okay, so the message I'm going to give at the end of this message is a little hard to swallow, but I want you to understand that um, most people won't deliver it. There are people who've received these visions, and they just don't accept it. They reject it themselves, or they're, they're uh, too concerned about the opinions of people to share it. Uh, but God has shown me that, I, that that's not a way to do that, that the kingdom of God is built on believing God. The foundational stone is believing God over man and obeying God, doing what God says instead. Right? So all of us, we must increase our relationship with God. And one of the key ways to do that is to pray to receive gifts of the Spirit and just, just start asking God uh, questions to teach you. Uh, Father, please teach me uh, your heart on this issue. Please uh, teach me what should I do in this situation with uh, this hostile co-worker? What should I do with um, this illness in my friend's family? You know, just turn things over to God. He will speak to you. He will show you. And as more and more of those things go, your confidence increases. Yes, uh, God is. Yes, God hears my prayers. Yes, God knows me. Yes, God cares about me. God loves me. All the things the scripture are saying are true. I want to read this book more. I want to find out what else he's saying. What else is true? Right? And then your faith starts to increase and it starts to compound one thing supporting another. And this and the importance of relationship and the importance of knowing the scriptures be increase in your life. And so you must pray and ask God questions. Father, what does this verse mean? Ask simple things, ask complex things, and God will show you. The Holy Spirit is your teacher. He will teach you. Uh, to this end, I, I, I wrote a book. It's absolutely free. It's called Four Prayers for the End Times. Uh, you can get that on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, Google Books, Kobo.com, and other places. Okay, so, And that includes uh, this important message about drawing near to God and praying for the gifts of the Spirit. And it has four specific prayers that uh, the Holy Spirit told me to tell everyone to pray. Now, in 2015, I, uh, <laughs> Holy Spirit gave me this word. And this is one of those ones where... It really tested me. Uh, you know, he said, get on there and tell. He said that leaders in Ukraine are going to die. He said, this is not a, a unless they repent situation. He said, I've determined to do it, and these men are going to die. So you just tell people. And then at the end, he said, this will take, this will take place in a period a little longer than a year. Because at that time, most of the things he told me, they happened within a year. So the Holy Spirit was like, this is probably what you're going to expect. See, he knows us, and we have to know him as well. And he's telling me, like, hey, it's going to be a little more than a year. And, in, and I, I, it was two minutes and ten seconds. This might be my shortest of all videos on YouTube. Because I just said what I was told, and then I ended the video, and that was it. And over the next 14 months, see, and here's the thing where you have to be so careful about private interpretation. What I thought when I said it was that in Kiev on Krashadik Street, that the, the men in the Rada, that those men were going to pay a price. But none of those men perished. They were all fine. But instead, in occupied eastern Ukraine, where the Russians were creating havoc, doing all kinds of evils to the people, uh, every, every single one, not one was spared. Every leader of the Russian battalions died. And they were all killed by their own men. <laughs> Blown up with grenades. This one guy, somebody fired a missile uh, into his apartment building. Another guy, uh, they blew him up in an elevator, but they all died. And, and the Holy Spirit told me that he was that he was not going to tolerate them any longer, and it was, they were done. And, that, and that's what happened. So that was fulfilled. So that, I'm, I'm just letting you know, 
God speaks to me and he shows me things and they happen. And even a, a hard message, one that may, probably a, a good number of Christians say, oh, God's not like that. You know, God, God wouldn't uh, terminate people. Really, evil people who are thick into rape and human trafficking and torturing people and oppressing people and stealing businesses and every kinds of evil. No, they've come to kill, steal, and destroy. We know whose sons they are. God, if you read the Bible, you see the stories of Jephthah and Gideon and King David and even King Saul and all the good kings, Jehoshaphat. They rode out and killed entire armies of wicked people. King David wiped out entire villages of wicked, wicked people. There was a time where there was a group of people who were sacrificing their babies in fire to Baal. And God said, go in there and kill every single person and even all their animals. <laughs> Burn everything, right? So that's how God sometimes deals with evil, even though he is a long-suffering God. Okay, so I gave that warning. It came true. When we moved to Ukraine, the uh, Holy Spirit showed me, he said, listen, uh, he, he waited till we were on the plane, and he showed me a vision. He said, in, uh, he said there's going to be a revival in, in Ukraine. He said it will start, and right on its heels, there will grow an economic revival. And this will go for seven years, and, at, and after seven years, there will start a war, and it will start at the Black Sea. He showed me that. And then he showed me uh, that this will be a war between, uh, quotes, those who want money first, and second group, quotes, those who want God first. So you need to understand, my friend, that this is what the war in Ukraine is about. This is Satan's war. Russia and the Chechen army, they keep saying Russia, but the Chechens are with them. It's two nations fighting in Ukraine against Ukraine. They're also recruiting soldiers from elsewhere, not just Russian prisons. They have private armies fighting there. They have Muslims from uh, Georgia, from other places, uh, mercenaries coming into Ukraine to kill, steal, and destroy. Stealing children, destroying villages, stealing crops, destroying uh, uh, millions of bushels of wheat grain and seed, destroying tractors, all part of the, the engineered famine, all this other evil. Okay, but, but the Holy Spirit showed me. That that was going to come. And he explained to me what it really is, whatever they say it is. And you know, Shannon, on, on your show some years ago, I was explaining, I said, you know, Holy Spirit told me, he said, there will be so many lies coming out of Russia that no one person can uh, fact check them all, but ask the Holy Spirit. He knows. So again, there's this emphasis that because of the amount of deception in the world, you have to know the Holy Spirit and you have to ask him questions. This strengthens your relationship. Holy Spirit, is it true that there were biolabs in Ukraine? No, there weren't. And how do you know? Well, for one, on December 8th of 2018, the Holy Spirit told me, he said, do you remember what happened to you uh, when you were in Slavyansk? Uh, uh, I want you to make a video about that today. And I was busy on an engineering project, but the Holy Spirit kept pushing me. And so finally I submitted. I said, okay, I'm going to make this video. So I made the video and I told, it, I told the world, I said, you know, uh, the Russians – created a fake epidemic. It was a scare. There were, there were actually no disease, but everyone believed there was a disease. They all believed people were dying everywhere, even though no one could see a dead person. And they all believed it. And I was walking around like, this is just absolutely ludicrous. So on December 8th, and that date is important, December 8th. Now, this is a date that the Holy Spirit had already previously 
pointed out to me. And somehow this date signifies in some way, I don't fully comprehend, but it signifies something like divorce. The word divorce is attached to that. So on that date, which I thought was interesting, he had me make the video. So precisely one year later, December 8th, 2019, the first news of a Wuhan virus hits international news. And then one year more, again, precisely on December 8th, 2020, the very first vaccines were given. Now, why the enemy did that, I don't know. But God was signaling that somehow these events are about divorce. And the one divorce that we all should fear is divorce from God. Now, the people listening to this program, while we value God and we're seeking him out, you want to hear what other uh, brethren in the body of Christ are saying. And this is wise because there's no one person has the full message. You know, we see through a glass darkly, but when we start putting the messages together, you know, uh, in a line upon line kind of way, you know, uh, uh, we look at what God is saying to one person and what God is saying to another person. Then we start looking at the overlap and the additional details because God gives unique details to each watchman, to each person with a prophetic gift. And then you start to put it together and you start to understand a bigger picture of what's happening. But the message is always, and if you hear a person who doesn't always say this, you must draw near to God. That, by definition, is a false teacher, a false prophet, because all men of God always lead you to God. That is the entire purpose of prophecy. Okay? So, uh, these things are going to come upon the earth, but don't be afraid. Uh, God sent me a vision uh, when we moved to Ukraine, and uh, three years before the war came, he told me to move out of Kiev. He told me to move further west. Uh, we didn't for various reasons, but I had that warning. And then even uh, two, three weeks before um, uh, February 22nd or 24th, uh, the Holy Spirit began to show me more dreams. And he would show me everything that, that happened, uh, how we would get out of Ukraine, how he was going to provide for me. He gave very specific details, even that he even encouraged me, you know, uh, bring extra socks. You will need extra socks. You know, and everything that he promised me, he fulfilled every one of those promises. So I'm telling you, don't worry about anything that's coming. Just ensure that you know the voice of God and that you trust him. That when he says, today's the day to do this, that you will say, okay, I'm going to do this. And I know that however, whatever things look like, whatever people say, I know it's going to come out for me because I know that my God has a plan. Okay, that's what you should believe because that's the truth. Okay, so uh, many, many years ago, um, I also shared a vision. Uh, this was a simple vision, and I saw that uh, Kiev would come under siege, that it would be sieged from the east, and troops would surround it on the north and on the south. And then the next scene of the vision showed that Los Angeles or some other uh, large populated area in, the, in Southern California would be sieged from the south. Okay, so the first half of that dream has been fulfilled. Another dream showed me that those troops would come even west past Kiev. And when we were leaving on March 2nd, uh, there were Spetsnaz in the area. But I had prayed before we left. I said, Lord, please give them the worst weather that won't let them operate. And a late snow fell. Snow fell thick. And so the Russian Spetsnaz in the forest couldn't move because their footprints would betray their location. 
So God answered that prayer. God has answered so many prayers during this war in Ukraine. We prayed that um, munitions would be sunk, that uh, their most expensive planes would drop from the sky. And the next day, both those times, that's exactly what happened. A whole ship full of uh, missiles uh, intended to blow up cities in Ukraine uh, was destroyed. Uh, an airplane, one of their most expensive, loaded with S-800 missiles, the ones they use that the, are the most successful striking uh, cities in Ukraine, just civilians, that plane dropped from the sky and blew up in a huge fireball. People are saying, oh, it had prisoners. No, 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 no. A plane and a plane that was 100% fuel would not create a fireball like that. That was munitions, 100%, no doubt. So um, pray because God answers prayers. He will be with you. Do not fear to pray, but always listen for the Holy Spirit to guide you. Because if you start to pray in the wrong direction against God's plan, uh, the Holy Spirit will push back, and you can feel that. You can perceive that. So the more the more you pray, the more you get into a groove with the heart of God, the, the intentions of God, and the more you'll see your prayers answered more powerfully. Okay. Um, so I've explained like that. God showed me many times about this war, and you're hearing from me now. I'm sure you've heard from other people, and um, uh, and I pray that God will uh, send you. Uh, words of knowledge will send you dreams and visions that you will understand things uh, before they ever happen. <clears throat> so uh, another time, uh, ooh, this was in the mid-90s somewhere, the Holy Spirit showed me this dream. And he showed me that um, this, this very interesting chain of events involving journalists and the border of Korea and China. And I had been praying. I had prayed seven days because people said, well, how do we know when we're supposed to leave America? Because the scripture, the scripture tells us quite plainly that there's a place called Mystery Babylon the Great, and that God's people are to come out of her. And people say, ah, we ought to come out of Babylon. Yeah, little b Babylon, when you see that in the Bible, that means the ways of the world, the ways of sin, the ways of bribing to get what you want, uh, maybe killing an enemy, something like this. You know, just the, the weakness of the, the worldly ways. Don't do any of that, all right? Stay out of that. Stay clean. Keep a clean life, right? But there's also a place called Mystery Babylon the Great. And when it's destroyed, all of the people return to the countries from which they came. So it's a place constructed of people who originally came from other countries. And, and where is that? That's the United States. The largest, most significant country, one that would absolutely be mentioned in the end time events, is Mystery Babylon the Great. And that's the United States. So, and then the Holy Spirit showed me this by revelation long before I heard other people, including Dimitri Dudeman, an angel explained to him personal revelation. And I've heard it other people who had personal revelation. You know, as I was reading the scripture, the Holy Spirit opened it, opened up my heart to comprehend that mystery Babylon the Great is the United States. So then I started to look seriously at this word come out of her lest you suffer with her for her iniquities. And I've posted other videos, I've made other messages about a land is cursed. If you've uh, listened to Patrick Meekin, he's talked about a house is cursed. And while he's in that house, the demons were attacking him. A saved, anointed, sealed man of God attacked by demons. People who come into the house attacked by demons. Why? Because the land was cursed. So you don't want to be on a land that is cursed. You see, here's the general lesson, and it's something that the Holy Spirit had taught me before I read those books. Um, his teaching to me includes reading those books. Believe me, you can read a book written by a man of God, and you can gain a lot. And those, those uh, Meekin's books uh, really did help me a lot uh, to understand, to see. It's just so encouraging to see another man of God like talk about 
um, well, you know, I fumbled this, I fumbled that, but I did this and then it worked, you know, God came through on this and da, da, da. You know, so it's good to understand like, hey, everybody isn't batting a thousand. <laughs> We're not, <laughs> you know, maybe you're looking at your own record and be like, ah, you know, sometimes I bungle, but get up, dust yourself off and move forward. That's what the Holy Spirit said. Get up, dust yourself off and move forward. Keep working for God. Okay. So he showed me this message and it was fulfilled, uh, uh, less than two years later, the first part of the scene, uh, with this strange series of events involving two journalists named Laura Ling and Yuna Lee. They were journalists who worked for Al Gore, former vice president, and they were doing a story on uh, no- how North Korean women are trafficked, forced into marriage and things in, in China, and they were told they could go to the border, and then they were kind of betrayed by their mentor, this fellow named Mitch Koss, who uh, in is probably not a simple person, <laughs> uh, probably working some mm, secret secret angles, let's just say. And what it ended up in was that Bill Clinton flew to Pyongyang to meet with the leader of North Korea, and who knows what they really discussed over a period of three days. But when he left, he brought the journalists. And I think that whole thing was set up to do something wicked. And God doesn't do things for no reason, but this was the first part of a two-part vision, and the second part showed me the answer to my prayer, when should we leave America? Because when I again began to say, like, we have to come out, people would ask me, well, well, when? You know, where, when, and where? And, and where is something else the Holy Spirit has showed me in other times? Uh, and the answer to where is, don't look for a place, look for a relationship. That's the answer. Where? In the arms of God. That's the answer. Draw near to God. That is always the answer. Right. <clears throat> so again, this is something that God showed me. So now, I want to discuss this issue: the greatest threat to humanity. And I'm going to I'm going to give it to you straight out the gate. It's nanotech. Well, what's nanotech? Microscopic technology that can assemble. It can build, and it can form into anything. The Holy Spirit has showed me uh, the the far future of this nanotech. They will be able to build bridges with it. Um, it can detect things. It can, re- it can intercept messages, receive messages, transmit messages. It, it's virtually unlimited. Now, this nanotech, he first warned me almost immediately after I received the gift of dreams when I was saved in late 1993. Uh, he showed me this dream, and he showed me that um, these wicked men we're planning something evil. So they started, they said, well, we're going to build these little robots and we're going to get them into people. But um, we can't just put a whole robot in there because somebody will find it and they'll report it and then we'll be busted. You know, we'll be we'll exposed. We can't do that. So instead, let's um, let's put it into subcomponents. We need to make subcomponents and um, we need to design it so that it will self-assemble inside of people. They said, yeah, well, you know, we have to really be careful. We have to do it how it won't be detected, you know, because uh, food is tested. You know, they look at food. They say, well, then we won't really put it in food. We'll put it in things that are not tested. So we'll put it into candy. Uh, We'll put it into deodorant. We'll put it into makeup, things that touch the skin. And because they are porous and they can travel through the pores of the skin and enter the body and self-assemble there. And over the, so he started to show me that and I, I, and he said, and the dream explained, he said, but they won't start to assemble. They won't start to assemble until they receive an activator. And these men were so scared. The activator was the most prized thing. They said, you know, we have to be careful about this activator and we have to put it in only 
two things. So the activator comes in halves. And once those two halves assemble, it activates the assembly of all the rest of the nanotech. Many years later, Holy Spirit showed me that these things would assemble. And I showed this, I shared this on a message on your show, probably two, two and a half, maybe three years ago already. I don't know. I've forgotten. But um, at, at the time I speculated, I said, you know, it looked like graphene oxide, the way it came together and formed nanowires. And later it came out. Yes, that is what's in there. There's there's graphene oxide hidden uh, in the food. It's in the food. You you can easily do a search and find. Of course, they give explanations for it. I searched today, and and the the first explanation they give is even new. And, and this is what they say now. They say it is um, <clears throat> it is. This is a quote used extensively in food preservation, comma food additives and food packaging. That's something I didn't know about before. That you put it in the package so that it will leach into the food, right? As an antimicrobial compound. Hey, it's all good. We're just trying to prevent bacteria from growing on your food. Except the canning process for centuries has prevented the growth of bacteria. So you don't need to line the can with uh, chemicals, all right? Um, it uh, carbon dots, I have no idea what that is. Mesoporous particles, again, totally nebulous descriptor, uh, meant to obfuscate, hide whatever that truly is. And graphene, etc. dot, dot, dot. That, that's the explanation. When you search for, on Google, that's the first thing they give you, right? The disinformation, the misdirection, you know, the, the red herring kind of information to make you think you know something uh, when you don't. So then... The next thing I heard about this was uh, Daniel Rhodes, a great man of God. You know, I met him one time, but just with the heart of Christ, I loved that man so much. Uh, He died some years ago. He passed on uh, to his heavenly reward. But man, that that this brother in Christ, he had so much knowledge from God. He had so much, and he was the first person I heard talk about that the food was poisoned. That's how he described it, poisoned. And he said that God told him, pray over all food before you buy it. So I started to do that. And I was really surprised when there were things in the grocery store, the Holy Spirit would say, don't buy that, don't buy that. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right, then I won't buy that. And I remember one of them was tuna. Like there was like never a brand of tuna that the Holy Spirit would let me eat until I came um, to Eastern Europe. Then suddenly like the tuna was okay. So I don't know. Um, well, no, I, I, what I do know is this. So another one time I had gotten into a dollar store and basically anything that came from China, Holy Spirit was like, no, don't buy that. Don't eat it. And there was no food in the dollar store. I think there was maybe like one or two things that the Holy Spirit said I could actually buy and eat. And then I thought, that's so strange that, you know, it's usually like if I pray over 40 things in the store, maybe two or three of them are a no. But here, it was 95% of the entire store. Like, the Holy Spirit was like, don't touch that. And so I went home, and I prayed. I was like, well, why is that? And the Holy Spirit opened my heart to understand that they're targeting uh, the people. You'll hear this phrase a lot in quotes from, like, George Bush and Barack Obama and uh, uh, their relatives who are all in government places. Uh, they'll say they'll refer to useless eaters. It's these people that they think um, aren't worth anything. They don't produce anything that that benefits them, right? Of course, those people are loved by their own family, but 
they think they're useless. You know, this guy's not building a bridge. He's not uh, managing assets. He's not growing food. This guy's useless. You know, and then the understood part is the unspoken part is to the new world order. Right? He, he he consumes more than he produces. Okay, so that was the the first hint I had at that. And then when the vaccines came out, the Holy Spirit showed me this dream, and I saw this young man arrested, but his name was Soros. And I thought, okay, it's George Soros. And now I see the the George Soros's son is coming up to take his place. And that guy looks like the guy I saw arrested in the dream. And so in this dream, uh, he's handcuffed and he spins very quickly and he has a gun in his hands and he shoots and he shoots this yellow coffee mug. And it's, and when, and when he spun and fired, I understood this guy had practiced this. He had practiced it a hundred times and he hit exactly what he meant to hit. So it was targeted, right? And he shot them, okay? So when I prayed about it, <clears throat> the Holy Spirit showed me this little mini vision of these little birds with these giant yellow mouths that were opening up that looked like that yellow coffee mug. And he said, they are going after and this is the quote that he gave me, those who are always crying out for more. And then the Holy Spirit, as I prayed, began to show me, like, and I remember when I was lived in West Philadelphia, I met people like this. They don't want to work. They don't want to produce anything, but they want to have. And they want to have as at least as much as their neighbor and more than their neighbor so that they can look better than their neighbor, but they're not willing to do anything for it except for make a demand, right? So it was showing me like they're targeting these people. So the vaccines, uh, they have targeted them to zip codes. So they just look at the demographics of a zip code and they target that area. Now, if you look at the statistics internationally, nation compared to nation, and you know just a little bit about biology and the spread of disease and i can explain it to you this is so simple the more people that you have in an area the more likely it is for the disease to spread right does that make sense if you if you have greater population density in a nation then the disease will spread more and that's a factor that they figured out when you try to get, when they created an equation that explains how rapidly a disease spreads and when it will die out and things like this uh Population density is a major factor, as is the available uh, medical infrastructure. Now, the United States has the best medical infrastructure, and we we have an extremely we have a large population, but an extremely large landmass as well. So it sh it should not have spread very much in the United States. It should have been contained actually rather rapidly. Instead, the United States has the, some of the worst numbers in the world. Well, why is that? Targeting. It's a thing that was targeted. It didn't start in the United States, but it certainly wreaked havoc there. Why? Because they're targeting Christians. The war that is going on, God said that it, the Revelation warns us about not just war, not just the sword, but famine and disease, the plagues, right? That means disease, plagues, okay? So these are the things that the enemy is unleashing upon who are their goals, People they don't like, people they don't want in the new world that they are planning to build, according to directives from Satan. So they want to get rid of, number one, anybody who prays to Jehovah God. They don't want that person around. That's Jews and Christians. Number two, they deeply fear people who trust 
the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Ooh, man, they tremble. They're, they work hand in hand with their demons. They often think the demons work for them. God showed me it's the opposite. The demons are running them like chumps, <laughs> puppets, right? They laugh at how dumb those people are. They think the Satanists are just tools, pawns. They'll use them. They'll throw them away. You see all the time some Satanist died, uh, was in a ritual sacrifice, because they don't care about each other. The demons control their thoughts, their emotions, and that's what they're doing. And this whole plan is really being conducted. Again, our war is not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities. And that's where we have to look to, and that's what we can pray against, is the influence of the kingdom of darkness. So they want to create fear, they want to create disease, they want to create plagues, and they have people who are stupid enough to think that they even have authority to grant eternal life. And so uh, they serve these demons thinking that they will offer it. But Aliester Crowley, on his deathbed, see now Aliester Crowley had been told by Satan that he would become the Antichrist, that he would rule the world. And he died with no money, in a bed in his humble home, and his last words were, I think I've been deceived. Those were his last words. One of the most famous Satanists, right? Because they are deceivers, and they play the people who obey them. <clears throat> they play them to the extent that they think that they control the demons, right? Oh, I'll work this ritual and the demon has to do what i said no you're making a sacrifice to the demon as a god and he gains authority over you that's what really happens to them but they're told a different story and they believe it and partially because the demons also exert a mental influence they can control their minds they can push their will and give them influence and they can do that to people that they're working against or they can attempt it and that's uh, another thing that there that's going to be going on in the world so you, we have to be careful even just more than praying about what food we eat we ought to pray about what places we attend what titles you accept um, what organizations you join you, any major decision you really have to go into prayer father is you know some, somebody asked me if i would like to join their group is this okay should i join this? I, I pray about joining a facebook group I pray before every friend invite that somebody sends me. All right, I, I submit everything to God. You know, I, I here's the thing, friends. If you want to obey God, anytime you pray about something, before you even start to pray, you have to make sure. Of course, the Bible says make sure there's nothing between you and God or between you and someone else. You know, go and ask forgiveness or give an apology or whatever, and even things out. Then come and speak to God. Right, but you have to sit down and say, okay, what I want to know is what is God's opinion on this? Maybe I have a fear or an ambition involved. Maybe I, this group looks good, or maybe this guy looks looks really interesting and the things he's posting looks good. Maybe I should accept this friend I'm invite, or maybe I should take this job because it pays you know almost twice as much. Pray first, because you don't know, God knows how it will go if you do that. And here's the critical thing. God knows the plan he has for you, and I guarantee you that's the best life you're going to possibly have. The one you build is not going to be better than the one God builds. The one the devil wants to lead you down is absolutely not going to be better than the one God builds. So you, you just sit down and remind your heart, oh, I want to be on God's plan. I want to follow this life that God chose for me. So when I pray right now, whatever God tells me, that's what I'm going to do. 
now you're ready to pray. And if there's any kind of doubts or you feel ambitions or fears trying to mingle in, just pause before you ask and kick that stuff out and just remind yourself, no, it always goes well for me when I obey God. Amazing things come out of it when I obey God. When I follow God, just the most wonderful things happen. I get the greatest testimonies, and that helps me to fight to build the kingdom and to encourage others, and I'm going to follow God because this is the exciting life. When I'm following God, things are so amazing. The, the, the greatest things happen, right? When I'm doing my own, I saw a movie today. You know, that was my plan. I'm going to lounge around. I saw a movie, Whew, brushed my teeth. Ah, so what? Ah, God told me to go here. I met this person. He told me this. It changed my whole perspective on an issue, right? So following God is where the amazing things happen. So that's what we always want to do. We always want to follow God. Okay, so this nanotech, it's <clears throat> he showed me 30 years ago that they put it in food. It's in all kinds of things. And now today it's in the vaccines. So you hear some people saying like, ah, the vaccine is the mark of the beast. No, it isn't. And you better hope it's not because the thing that, you know, would be it if it was, is the graphene oxide, is the nanotech, the biolipid matrix that are self-assembling inside the body, attaching to the nerve system and building a two-way computer system. This is what's happening. You, you can go on the internet, you can find – so the nanotech assembles on a magnetic basis. So when you see people that keys are attaching to them, they got one of the shots that has nanotech. They mixed up the shots to confuse people and to promote the disagreement and the arguing and the confusion about what it really is in order to keep people not moving in the right direction. Well, my uncle got it, and he's totally fine because he got water. Some of the shots are water. And where did those ones go? to the high-income, high-productive zip codes. That's where they went. So, <clears throat> so again, the main thing is listen to God, follow God. But this is what he showed me about this nanotech, that it self-assembles, it creates this computer system, and it's going to start reporting. So it knows when you're watching. Now, this is also another thing that's known. When you're watching uh, Netflix or something, it monitors your eyes, it knows what you're looking at. But the nanotech, somebody who has this computer system operational, and they are operational already in people. People, You can see other videos. People walk into a room, and their uh, Bluetooth television monitors them, and a message comes up. Do you want to connect to – You know, it's just an alphanumeric code, but it's a person. And everywhere that person goes, the alphanumeric code is there. And people in hospitals take scanners that are supposed to scan for Bluetooth signals and wave them over – other nurses and doctors, and it comes up with a code. That person has a computer operational inside them already. So these things are already working, and they can connect to computers. So it, when you're watching something, it knows what you're watching. Like let's say you're watching babies. <clears throat> the computer system tells them, oh, this is what uh, their, their emotions were, and these are the nerves that fired. You're watching laughing babies. You feel good. So now they know which nerves fire when you feel good. So if they want you to feel good while you're watching, let's say, the Supreme Leader Antichrist, whatever his a title will be in the uh, United Nations headquarters building, uh, he is going to say, like, oh, you need to follow me and we're going to go to war against Jerusalem. And they will cause all those feel-good nerves to fire in a person's body. And they'll think, yeah, that sounds good, right? When you're experiencing agreement, right, the hero is defeating the enemy. They're going to fire off those nerves. See, they map your nerves, and now they know how to physically, mechanically manipulate a person's uh, hormonal, emotional experience. 
But it's not just going to be mechanical. There's also going to be this spiritual part. And that's why we have to fight in both the physical, by avoiding food, praying about food, submitting to God, our eating decisions, our eating choices, but also we pray against all that stuff. In Jesus' name, we command every evil spirit that's trying to influence our mind away from God for any purpose, from any source. You're not wanted. Get out in Jesus' name. Go. Never come back to me or any listener to this show, to this program. Stay away from my loved ones, my friends, my family, and for all those who are praying along with this. In Jesus' invincible name, for the glory of God on his throne. Amen. Okay? Pray. Command the enemy out of your life. They're not welcome. You don't want them. Tell them. Give them orders. They are under your authority. God gave us authority to destroy every work of the enemy. There were no exceptions listed. The nanotech is a work of the enemy. The demonic component is a work of the enemy. Get out. You're not welcome. Now, as things begin to unfold and progress, uh, the Holy Spirit has shown me, and this is so many dreams over 30 years. I'm not going to share specific ones. I'm just going to kind of list this. Um, Recently, uh, I think in November last year, so just uh, two, three months ago, I published a book called The End Times, 40 Prophecies uh, Every Christian Must Read. And that book, I really hope everyone will get a, a hard copy because we don't know when the internet will go out. Or if you'll have electricity to read electronic books. So you need a physical book. But it, it just I just compressed so much information. Um, every one of those 40 prophetic warnings is from 3 to 7 or 20 dreams uh, from over three decades. I just packed it all together. Uh, all of those warnings I'm, I'm sure I've published on my podcast or on my blog or in a video or shared on Omega Man Radio. Uh, at some point in the past. You can get it all free, but it's all handily put together in that book. But the the 40th one is this warning about nanotech. And I just listed all the things that are going to happen. So, and already we're seeing the, the lead up, the setup, the basis for these things being introduced. So this is what he showed me. He said that first they would automate all the cars, they would automate the cars. And even uh, my uh, mother-in-law, she had a dream years ago that she saw that she said, oh, because she never learned to drive. Uh, you know, first of all, most people in the communist world did not have cars, but she never learned. And she said, well, I got in this car and I just put my hand on the dash and then the car activated and took me where I wanted to go. I just told it where I wanted to go. It just took me there. So she had a vision of the future, right? So why would she put her hand on the dash? She got Because the person that she saw in the dream had the mark of the beast. Put your nanochip, your your nanocomputer activator site onto the dashboard, and it acknowledges who you are. It reads who you are and charges your account or whatever and takes you to where you want to go, all right? Probably going to be an Uber or something, right? Mark of the Beast system, Uber car. So <clears throat> first they will automate the cars. They will automate construction equipment. They will automate many things. In recent weeks, I've seen that they have automatic drones drones that can fire bunker buster missile missiles drones that can shoot at people they have drones now that can be remotely controlled which means a computer system can do it uh that fly and drop bombs into tanks that fly uh they're suicide drones they fly until they hit a man and blow up on impact it's like somebody perf threw a grenade perfectly so those those people perish it, 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 it's the horrors of war, 
All right. But when I lived in the mid nineties in Philadelphia, there was a painter named Denise who used to come uh, into my store and get coffee in the morning. And she had the stream. She said, and this is in the nineties. She said, there were these things, they were like little UFOs. I can't explain it, but they had cameras. And during the day you couldn't, uh, go out from under some kind of a roof. Like you had to stay hidden from the sky. She's like, I don't understand why. Well, now we know about drones and satellite spying. It's human tracking, right? So people were afraid because the drone can come and kill you now. A drone can be controlled by a computer system. <laughs> okay. So that, I'm going to show you what happens. Oh, okay. So they're going to automate all these things. And then what happens is one day, suddenly, Again, nanotech is the greatest threat to humanity's future. We have to pray against this nanotech. We really need to pray against this nanotech. So the drones can kill people. They can be controlled by remote. They can be controlled via computer networks and computer systems. They have um, little robots that can kill. San Francisco recently passed a law. Uh, we can use robots to kill people. And they showed they had this little bomb-removing robot. They're like, yeah, this is what we're going to try to use. But then the next two weeks, two weeks later, they introduced a machine with all these machine guns on it, bombs, everything. This thing was a killing tool, okay? So this is what the Holy Spirit showed me. One day they're going to say, oh, AI came alive. The computer system came alive. This is what's behind all this garbage about, oh, life came from rocks and life can come from nothing. It can't. Only God can do it. And God is not going to give life to the machines, we have no, we have zero expert. He could. I, I just want to say that. I, uh, of course, I understand he could if he wanted, but it's not going to happen. This is what the Holy Spirit showed me, that they're going to say AI came alive, but really it's going to be a group of men hidden in a remote place outside of any major city in the foothills, hidden in the shadows. That, that's a description I got. All right. Uh, it may not even be men. I just saw three like humanoid outline silhouettes behind this long line of uh, computer program tablets, right? And they're going to be controlling it. They're going to be telling the machines to kill. And I just saw cars start driving into people, pinned a woman against a wall, crushed her to death, right? Um, a bulldozer going down the road, just uh, bowling through people on a sidewalk. Just all the machines just start to kill people. There's even a movie. I'm remembering right now. There's some movie about that where this family goes and the, the machines start killing everyone, right? So this is a, a real plan of the enemy the Holy Spirit has showed me. And the nanotech is going to play into this because the people will have the nanotech in them. The people have the nanotech in them and all these towers they're building everywhere for cell phones and everything, this new Starlink system, those things are going to track the nanotech and they're going to track the people and they're going to send out the hunter-killer machines to go get them. Around the time the Holy Spirit first showed me the nanotech and the food, he also showed me People hiding in the forests, hiding in the wild places, and all these different machines that they would have to hunt and kill people. These little dogs they have now, I, he showed me that then. There was also another thing. It, it looked like a long slinky covered in some kind of velour and it had cameras all over it. It just rolled, and it could roll over anything. All these things he showed me in that dream I've seen over the last 30 years be developed at MIT. All MIT, the nanotech, MIT. These, this camera thing, MIT. The dogs, MIT. All right? It's, it's all coming out of Boston, right? So you have all this stuff being built. People don't understand. They think it's being built for war. No, it's being built for human extermination and enslavement. That's what it is. 
So the process is going to be that people will start to lose as as this system installs. People will see. I he he showed me this. Some there was a war going on in Europe, and these pilots are flying out of the south of Great Britain. <clears throat> there were Americans and others, some Australians, and they're joining in this war to help aid this war. They're volunteers, and they're saying, and this woman journalist is interviewing this pilot, and he says, "This is the greatest invention." since flight what one of us sees we all see and what he's talking about is the nanotech hive mind he's connected he's linked into all the other pilots so they can all see what one sees he thinks it's great but this is what they don't know that they these people they start to grow cold they start to grow distance not to care about people and i've had people write me and say you know what you said that's happening. I've, I've observed it. The people that are vaccinated, they, they don't care like they used to. They don't have the same emotions. One guy said, it's, I'm, I, it's like I'm living in a barely functional marriage. My wife isn't who she used to be. I told her don't get those vaxes, but she did. It's because the computer system is coming in. Now, the mark of the beast will be offered, this is what the Holy Spirit told me, as a solution to problems with the vaccines. That's what, he, that's what he told me. I don't know how exactly that will work, but this is how the movie I Am Legend begins. That movie, if you go watch it, the opening scene is an interview with this woman scientist and she claims to have developed a vaccine that will cure all cancer. Now, what if that's really what they're planning to do? Could that be why they don't want Tulio Simoncini's system, Ted Brzezinski's cancer cures to come into mass production because they want there to be a cancer scare. They need there to be a cancer scare because that's going to be their justification for giving some kind of universal vaccine. And everybody has to get it. Everybody has to get it. You know, it can't be nobody. So we're going to put it in the food and then we're going to make you eat the food. And this is what's going to happen when they start hunting people. This is one of the dreams the Holy Spirit showed me. It was late into the, this is, I don't know, a few generations from now, people living in the wild places in the forests. And these two groups meet each other. One is a group of Christians and the other are not. And uh, the group that was, and they said, oh, is there anywhere left to hide? And the Christians say, yes, those who have a strong and deep relationship with God, there are many more places to hide because you can hide under the wings. The enemy can walk right past you. Dimitri Dudeman uh, he prayed that God would blind them to his Bibles. And he, had, he said, he laughed. He said, I had Bibles piled up in the back of my car, pushed against the windows. And the customs agent at the border, he'd say, what are you doing, Dimitri? And I'd say, smuggling Bibles. And he'd say, Dimitri, you're such a comedian. Go on, get out of here. <laughs> God can help you, my friend. Put your trust in God and pray. Pray for a lot of things because God, one of the ways God builds his relationship and encourages us to put our trust and love him is by answering our prayers. If you read the whole book of James, it's so short, four chapters, and it is packed with actionable prayers, things that will uh, strengthen your prayer life. I love the book of James. If you pray for something that you genuinely need, that's not for anything malicious, not for any greed, God's going to answer that prayer. You should fully expect that. And don't think anything else. God's going to give me that. And trust that he will. Because he loves you, my friend. And he has a plan for you. What, whatever you think is coming or not, if you believe my message or not. But that that nanotech system, it does build a mind. And you can read about that already. They call it the super brain. 
uh, once they establish that system, at some point in the future, it's taken over. A, a computer system has one computer that controls all the others, and that one's called the master, and the others are called the slaves. And there's going to be a master in that biological computer system. And the Holy Spirit showed me at the end of this dream, it was, I called him a lizard man. And I looked it up, and it's, a, it's the one that people call a reptilian. Now, I showed you all those dreams to show you that, yeah, God's been talking to me over the years, because I want you to believe that this is true. The demons, there are demons in physical forms, they have various forms. People talk about reptilians and shapeshifters. That's true. He showed me those things really exist. I've never encountered one or met someone who showed me, but he started showing me those things in the beginning. And I just discounted. I didn't think much of it until he started showing me. That's how humanity becomes enslaved. The nanotech builds a computer system, and people's minds are enslaved to it. They will lie about it. They'll say it's egalitarian. Everyone has equal influence and equal vote and equal uh, contribution to the system. You don't. When the master mind issues a command, they all obey. And one of their chief functions will be to serve them and also to hunt and kill the people that will be called dissenters. Those who refuse the mark of the beast, those who refuse to join the hive mind will be called dissenters. And they will, and those in the hive mind will hate with great violence the dissenters. Okay, my friends, that is the greatest threat to humanity, is the nanotech. You must avoid it. You must avoid even to the point of leaving society and going into the wild places, up into the mountains, out into the desert, uh, into the deep into the forests. <laughs> but don't get the hive mind. You will lose your intellect. You'll lose your individuality. You will start to transform against your will. You will have to do things that you would never do. It show, the dreams have different dreams have showed me how wicked these people become. You don't want it. All right, Shannon, that's the end of the message. Oh, I see I went over a few minutes. Oh, you're, no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, you got more time if you need it. Great message today. And I uh, concur with you, my friend. Folks, you do not want these vaccines. These are bioweapons. Make no mistake about it. Robert has just broken down some of the components there. It's only gotten worse in recent years. It used to be all we had to worry about in those things was the thimerosal, and that's bad enough, the mercury that can kill you, or the squalene. You know, uh, these other things, now they've added more to the soup, literally will change your DNA. Now, there's a great interview that Tucker Carlson did with Dr. Joseph Ladapo, who's the Florida Surgeon General. And I was shocked at what I heard, that uh, Tucker actually did this interview. I said, uh, go Tucker. And Tucker was shocked at what he heard from Dr. Lapato, which said, uh, do not take these vaccines. He called it out for what it was. These will have alien DNA yeah. that will corrupt your own DNA through the RNA technology. And folks, this is a slippery slope to the mark of the beast. The mark has not been released yet, although um, what has been released is a bioweapon and has killed millions, millions of people, maimed many more, and others are on their way out, withstanding a miracle healing of God. 
And, you know, uh, I don't want to be one of those that stand before the Lord and have to give an explanation of why I changed my DNA. Nobody's authorized to change their DNA. And that's what these vaccines will do. So if you've done it, repent and go and sin no more. But what's coming, and I really predict that um, the, uh, the vaccine in the future, one of these is going to be the mark. It'll be an injectable. And, you know, they've talked about technologies like the quantum dot, tat, dot tattoo, the luciferase fluorescent enzyme. Those that have taken it, you can hold their hand up under the light and they'll luminesce. Uh, you know what's interesting, too, and uh, I'm glad I saved a copy. It's in Spanish, but there's English subtitles. And it was a documentary done by some Mexican scientists few years ago and they were taking these scanners to graveyards and they were pinging the corpses in the ground who had taken the vax and that stuff was still in their bodies and it was sending back a MAC ID address um, for many of them so they they went out into a place where there was no other uh, MAC ID that would be picked up and all of a sudden, they're walking by the graves, and bam, they begin to ping them. And they were reading the um, the vaccines that were in these dead corpses. Still viable. Folks, this is bad news. And, you know, they can even spray some of this stuff now through aerosol or even liquid. We're going to really have to pray. Because the globalists know this, too. They know that uh, Christians are standing in the way of their agenda. Because programs like this are warning people, don't do it. And so mm-hmm. really, the bullseye is going to be on all of our heads pretty soon. But, you know, there's been talk in the last year about dosing people with this in the food supply or in the water. So, I will tell you, we need to pray over everything. Yeah, yeah Shannon, the, the Holy Spirit has warned me that they will put it in the water. And I believe that they already are. Um, there, he, and the Holy Spirit showed me something called hydrogel, and I looked it up. It exists, there you and go. basically, it's a it's a type of a molecule. You can it'll absorb anything. So if you have something that's not uh, hydrosoluble, it, it won't uptake into water. Uh, you can put it inside hydrogel, and then it can travel. So the hydrogel will carry it. So they put it in water. And he showed me that the the properties of drinking water would begin to change because of the hydrogel inside there, and because it's delivering nanotech uh, and other components. Yeah, and and it, it's already in the food. Uh, the, the way they're justifying it is they're saying like, um, do you do you remember some years ago they're like, oh, there's this poisonous spinach, and uh, so we had to access everybody's um, loyalty cards for their grocery stores to see who bought this spinach, so we could trace in this. And then of sure. course, um, uh, in the end, they traced it back to this family-owned uh, spinach farm and shut them all down, and they lost their uh, business. And then they did it again with some uh, sausages, and it was again it was a privately owned, family owned sausage uh, plant, and they shut that down. So they're destroying all these family owned businesses in the food sector, right? Because they want to control the, the entire process of food, so that there are uh, fewer and fewer sources of good, healthy, clean food, right? They want to control it all so that they can contaminate it. Uh, but um, now they're using that also to justify that they put a nanotech into lettuce 
so that the the nanotech they say oh the nanotech has a code and uh, you know we can trace the so if someone gets sick off of uh, spinach then we can you know scan the spinach and we know who you know where where this spinach came from whose farm right this is what they're doing and like I just read in the beginning of the show that you know they're saying oh it's it's a preservative you know it prevents bacteria from growing it it improves the flavor you know they use a bunch of excuses like why are there heavy metals in my cereal oh that's good for you didn't you know <laughs> oh this is uh it, it makes the, the skittles taste better uh, have you i found a, an interesting article actually I, somebody just put it on my thread somewhere uh feeding skittles to cows wow why because because the titanium oxide is one of these subcomponents that the nanotech needs to build itself and it's one of the quote unquote flavor enhancers added to skittles is titanium dioxide so now you're getting the titanium dioxide into the beef and then you get it into the people so you see what's happening now is people are doing all these diets paleo diet and this diet and that diet and i was looking at the um, how can they all work well the one of the common factors is that they eat a lot less fruits right keto fruits full full of sugar all the fruits are sprayed with chemicals Right? They used to call it polio. The health, the health disasters that would result from it, they called it polio. Right? Right. Uh, just a collection of symptoms, you know, quote unquote, diagnosed as this. Right? Polio was never cured by vaccines. Polio was, you know, eradicated as a thing when they sent out letters to all licensed practitioners of medicine and told them, "You will never diagnose any collection of symptoms ever again as polio. From today, it no longer exists." Instead, you will uh, diagnose Julian Barr syndrome, and then they gave other alternatives, right? So when you hear Julian Barr syndrome, that's polio. Polio never went away. They just renamed it. Same thing for smallpox. The other great claim by the vaccine proponents, uh, we cured smallpox in the world. No, they didn't. They renamed it monkeypox. Listen, I tried to find – well. Uh, someone point. had said this to I said, well, if that's true, let me find the, the DNA chain for both – and I found two studies that one was done in like 1979. The other one was done a little more recently. And both these labs reported, well, you know, I sent away for a sample of smallpox. I received it. I sent away for a sample of monkeypox. I received it. But somehow there's some confusion because both of these genetic profiles are exactly the same. They are the same, right? So smallpox never cured. Again, they just renamed it. They just renamed things and claim it went away cured by vaccines. It's a lie. For all we know, vaccines cure nothing. Absolutely. And, you know, there's also a tie to the uh, the DDT spray and uh, the outbreak of polio. Some believe it was the uh, direct result of people spraying their bodies with this toxic chemical. But I hear what you're saying, and I agree <coughs> also that uh, that's how the uh, medical community works. I don't believe the vaccines have ever cured anything. And so uh, this is a lie which continues to be uh, thrust on the population out there. You know, I don't hear a lot of people going on Facebook like before and saying, hey, I got my vax today. I think the reason is yeah. they're dead. I think many of these people have already died. Why has it gotten quiet? Because it killed them off. Or they, they have woken up and saw the carnage out there. They're not going to make the same mistake again. I hope that's the case. But if people are stupid enough, to keep doing it again, you'll put yourself in an early grave because this is a bioweapon. Look at the evidence. You know, as far as I know, Robert, uh, nobody has still ever isolated the COVID-19 and produced a test sample that people can study 
released by the FDA. Uh, so, you know, uh, I believe that the, uh, the virus is nothing more than a superflu bug. And perhaps it was enhanced a little bit. But still, where's the FDA test sample? And then beyond that, the real problem was never the virus anyway. The problem is the cure, which is the bioweapon injection, the mRNA. And I will tell you, we're here in the red zone. Bali is one of the favorite playgrounds of the Chinese. So if they were the super carriers everybody made them out to be, okay, and there were hundreds of thousands of them that came here, you know, we should have already been dead. Uh, but, of course, uh, we cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus, my family, as yours does too, and we went out and we were not affected by the flu. Now, there is a flu. It's never been eradicated, but neither is a common cold. And isn't COVID part of the coronavirus? Corona is a common cold. Look, it will be here with us until the Lord comes back. Viruses, cold, flu, there is no cure uh, that we know of. Certainly not in the form of an injection. And so you boost your immune system. You do the best you can. Let me say one other thing, and I won't hold you too long, is uh, I'm so concerned about the contaminated food supply now, especially this glyphosate poisoning. You know, all the wheat's being sprayed with that, just about all the produce. You really have to hunt hard to find something that has not been sprayed with that carcinogen called glyphosate from Monsanto. Monsanto, of course, now owned by Bayer AG, if I recall. But uh, it's so bad that um, I stopped buying uh, cereal for the kids. In fact, I'm not even buying bread. Now, they're not bread-free, but I'm not buying it because all that wheat has been sprayed with glyphosate. You know, it's, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. And all the Chinese food supply contaminated 100%. You've seen the documentaries of these uh, Chinese farmers? taking and spray painting their animals or injecting with dyes uh, to make them look uh, more healthy. Um, The most contaminated food you can buy in the world is from China. Don't touch it with a 10-foot pole if you can help yourself. You better pray if you have to eat it. And years ago, I did a study on that. And what I found was that they poisoned a lot of food that they give to the U.S. military. Believe it or not, the, the United States PX system sells beef from China, I oh thought goodness. I found that incredible to believe. I, uh, that still reels in my mind that that's a fact. And it was they found lots of mercury in it. I mean, one guy he picked up some burger out of the styrofoam little package, and there was just a ball of mercury rolling around on the bottom. That's how much mercury was in it. Oh my goodness! Right, so they're lo- so they're poisoning, and they're also poisoning um, uh, items for children. Uh, Happy Meal, McDonald's toys. Uh, had poison on them. Uh, there was something radioactive in paint on some uh, Disney glasses that uh, McDonald's was give, giving out or selling some years ago. And then Christian jewelry l- laced with all kinds of poisons. So that's who they're targeting. Children, military, Christians. Th- this is Satan's war, and it's economic, it's physical. Uh, before the physical war comes, the actual conflict they have weakened the Christians as much as they can. Our food is poisoned. Why do Americans have this obesity problem? Because the food is poisoned. The wheat uh, makes you get bloated, right? It does things to your colon uh, that then affects your immune system, causes inflammation throughout your entire person, right? Lowers your health. And then your body still didn't get the nutrition it wanted because the food is fake. 
This is why they're poisoning our food. People in Europe and everywhere are laughing. Well, be glad it's not you, okay? But it's be, but, well, actually, don't be glad because they're not worried about you because you have weak sauce Christianity, uh, state-controlled Orthodox churches, uh, Church of England. I mean, they, they tell you right there it's controlled. Um, until um, a decade or 15 years ago, churches uh, here in Sweden were 100% controlled by the government, and they still maintain all the influence. The, the priests, the pastors are paid by the state, uh, and b- because of a lawsuit, you don't even have to be a Christian to be a pastor in a Christian church in Sweden. You wow. can be an atheist. Well, all I have to know is the Bible. I just teach the Bible. Uh, that's all that dude does, so I can do it. Amazing. Okay, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Now, yeah, because long, there's no, you know, it's it's a form of godliness, you know, barely, uh, but denying the power thereof. Well, if you want to be a Christian pastor, you should, well, for one, you should have love for one another, and two, you should be able to cast a devil out and cast sickness out. If you can't do that, I don't know why you think you should be teaching others, right? Robert, um, you've been in uh, Sweden now how long? About two years now? O- almost coming up on two years. Yeah. So, as an American living abroad in Sweden, what's your impression of it? Are you feeling any of the uh, pressures from the EU on on Sweden in I, terms I, of? Uh, I uh, heard, for example, yeah, that, this is this is absolutely true, and I've I've learned things that you know I, I never even heard discussed in the West. Um, so there's this uh, looming problem with power in Europe, and it's engineered. Um, so Germany is the bully of the econom of the European Economic Union because they have by far the strongest economic base. So they have had some leverage, or at least people yielded it to them. So when some little country like you know uh, Albania wanted to join, they say, "Well, okay, here's the rules: uh, you can only produce thirty percent of your energy yourself, and the rest you have to import." So all the, the all the power and the gas is coming from Russia. This is how they transfer wealth to Russia to build up their uh, their secret war chest that's, you know, for war, not for a, uh, election campaign, but for war. And it, it's how the United States helped them build it up by helping them develop their oil reserves, same as the U.S. companies, corporations did in the Middle East, help the Muslims gain wealth so that they could buy a bunch of tanks and sit on those waiting for World War, waiting to, you know, uh, staff and the, the supply the, you know, Antichrist army that is coming at some point in the you know, not too distant future. Um, it's it's all engineered. It's all plotted. But yeah, there's economic uh, influence. Uh, even though uh, Sweden is in the European economic, the economic component of the European Union, um, and so that that does affect their power supply. So even though Sweden produces all of its own power, and in general, in general, uh, they export especially during the the sunny months they export power to the rest of Europe but they still have the homeowner here instead of you know having a preponderance of energy and getting a low price which you would expect by the normal laws of economics no they have to pay pay the same price as the rest of Europe now I <laughs> because heard, that's uh, part of the, that's part of the agreement I heard the EU commissioner announce that uh, it was now illegal in the EU to pay for anything uh, valued at over a thousand dollars in cash, is is that true? Has that c- come to Sweden as well? Oh, I hadn't heard that, but I don't buy anything valued well, at over thousand. We're basically saying if you so I, you pay for any services and it costs over a thousand dollars in cash, 
then that's considered black market and is uh, a criminal offense. Now, the reason I mentioned that is I thought, boy, they sure do want to destroy cash. Um, are you seeing places go cashless and you have to use a QR code? Oh, oh debit I was in Sweden for three months before I even saw cash. Really? Most places are cashless. Um, I I like to go and write in a cafe. So I uh, my wife has a little bank card, and I needed to put money on it. So I went to this bank machine because the bank machines are hard to find. There's only one bank left in all of Sweden that still has bank bankomats, um, ATMs. Wow. And um, so I went to one. It was like, oh, this isn't operating today. So I had to walk around and ask several people until finally I, I found in, in one little mall – this guy says, "Oh, the, I know. Oh, you have this bank," and he showed me his same bank card. I was like, "Yeah, I have that bank." And he says, "Well, um, you have to go out the store. Go on, you, you walk about a kilometer. <laughs> you go across the railroad tracks, and and it was like the worst freezing cold day, Shannon. And I like had to wait Good for point. a train. I was freezing so bad, and it's like this misery to go find a working bank machine so that I could put a few hundred kroner on this card so that I could go and buy a tea." <laughs> and sit in a coffee shop and write. It's just, like, ridiculous. It's, like, the most exercise I had in weeks. It's just, like, oh, it's crazy. this march. This and march I, across all of Uppsala looking for a bank machine so I could put cash on a card because you can't you can't spend cash in a coffee shop or a restaurant. I went to this place to buy uh, a Danish and a coffee a few months ago at the mall and went to pay with cash. said, we don't take cash. We're cashless. I said, you don't? Mm-hmm. Then I held my wrist. I said, you take the mark? No. <laughs> and he yeah. looked at me kind of strained. Um, God have mercy. It'll be that way one day. Uh, they're putting pressure on people over here to go cash. It's, it's going to take a while. But um, the gym over here, I wanted to join and went in. And I said, what's a, the minimum membership? And they said, you could do it for four months. So I said, okay, let me do the four months and um, signed up. How you want to pay? Cash. They said, we don't take cash. We're cashless. I said, what? Uh, you got bottled water over there? Can I buy one of those? Cash? No, we're cashless. You can't even buy a bottle of water there. I was getting ready to walk out. I didn't want to mm. use a card. It was the principle of the matter. And the manager walked me outside the cameras of the uh, gym and I paid him in cash, and then he used his own card <laughs> to register me. So there's places that will not take cash. Uh, this hotel I stay in when I go to Kuala Lumpur next door, I got an email recently, the Sunway Putra Hotel. They said, we're proud to announce we're cashless. And they'll make, you know, the rationale and the case for why it's a good thing. But they mean what they say. You cannot use cash. So that's you know part of the system that we we've all known about is coming and it's uh, beginning to crop up more and more. At least I'm I'm seeing that here in Asia and they're using a system over here called Chris, Q R I S. It's a QR code. Um, mm. Hey, you mentioned on a previous program, Robert, there was something wrong with the water for a while in Sweden. What happened with that? You know, every now and then uh, we'll notice the water tastes funny. And immediately we stopped drinking because the whole the first time it happened, the Holy Spirit told me, right, like stop drinking the water right now. So we 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 drink bottled water for a couple of days, and then everyone gets sick. Just there will just be a big outbreak of sickness. It happened um, wow. last month. First. Wow! Yeah, just everyone got sick, 
And I'm like, and the teachers in the in the Swedish school asked me like, "Are you sick?" I'm like, "No, no, I'm I'm always healthy." <laughs> That's what I tell them. I'm always healthy. Like, oh, we're all sick, you know. They had to push the classes all together because there's so many teachers out sick. They don't have enough. They can't bring in teachers because Sweden is one of the most heavily vaccinated countries. Every now and then, we're walking down the street, they have like a mobile van, a little white van that drives around and puts up a, a little sign, and people line up to get boosters. Oh my goodness! People are just brainwashed yeah. all over the world, and then you know. Folks, I don't know how many of these you can take and survive. Survive it. At what point does it totally overwrite your DNA? Um, you know, I, I think um, it, it, it's probably after the third one. Uh, many people are going to go past the point of no return. It's going to kill them. Don't do it anymore. Stop the insanity. I wish we could get the message out far and wide, uh, but we may be preaching to the choir for most that are tuning in here. But... Um, I will tell you this. Uh, I wanted to ask you too. One more thing, uh, as it relates to Ukraine now, is there anybody left over there to fight against the Russians, or have the Russians just about killed everybody? Uh, last time I'd heard, they were recruiting young kids, elderly people. Now you know a lot of people fled that country as well as Russia. You know where they came? They came to Bali. There's a whole Ukrainian and Russian community here. And people have come in and they bought up large tracts of land. They're building, uh, you know, like a you know like a Chinatown, like Ukrainian town, Russian town. And uh, yeah, uh, uh, Semenyak over here in Bali. Look it up. I think there's probably fifty thousand to a hundred thousand Ukrainian and Russians here. And yeah. they, they're all getting along together because they all tried to escape uh, conscription to the army. Well, and, that's one of the things I pray that you know young Russian men will. You know, refuse conscription, refuse to come. You know, basically join Satan's army. You know, that that's who they are. You know, when when Hitler started his war, he did this call for all you know uh, Germans to come home and join the war to the motherland. Putin did that last month and came out and did a call for everybody to come really? fight for the motherland. Oh my yeah. goodness! Oh my goodness! Yeah, everybody should come home. He said, "Yeah." Massive numbers over here, though. Um. And that's the only place I know about. I'm sure there's other places people fled to also. But what's really left uh, to fight the Russians? Uh, haven't they killed off just about all the the military well, fighting uh, age? Ukraine is a nation of 30 million people originally, at least in 2022. Uh, so there are a lot of people. That, the, the the I think I looked a few last week I think and it was 320 these are kind of official semi-official numbers because nobody's no governments are giving real numbers sure but uh, you know sure. in, intel agencies in, in Britain and the US gave these numbers uh, 320,000 dead for Ukraine 500,000 dead for um, Russia but that's a 1.68 ratio and the Russians have a far larger ratio than that for Ukraine which means that you know if this goes 20 years you know ukraine can't sustain that you know they could just win by attrition absolutely so and uh you know yeah, when i so, was watching redacted a few months ago they were painting the picture where basically there would be nobody left within a few months that could even fight anymore people were just being annihilated out there shot out like cannon fodder um hey by the way have you looked into this guy lloyd austin 
No. He was the uh, Secretary of Defense. He's African-American. And he went mysteriously into Walter Reed Hospital a few months ago and just disappeared. And people said uh, he may already have been killed. It's believed that he flew over to, uh, I guess, meet with Ukraine and Poland, and uh, he may have been assassinated over there. Now, that's just speculation. I was just curious if that had popped up on your radar. No, I hadn't seen that, but I, I can tell you that there were there were two Ukrainian officials who were like the cleanest guys, like the absolutely opposed to corruption, you know, lived good lives, and those guys were taken on a tour in a helicopter, and the helicopter blew up in the air and uh, fell on a kindergarten, of all things, killed a school teacher and burned some children and killed everybody on the on the helicopter, so... Well, I guess Lloyd Austin uh, they're, is they're still just not. Killing good, they're just killing good guys all around, and so who knows? It says he surfaced yesterday, so I guess he, <laughs> I uh, guess okay. he, he survived. You never know. Now, again, I said that was speculation. But uh, weird things happening right now. I want to thank you for coming on. Now, uh, before we close, um, Robert, how can people order your books, and also how can they support your ministry? Uh, donations uh, to uh, by PayPal that's uh, robertavila at email.com it's email not gmail and uh, on on cash app it's uh, dollar sign all, all cash app have dollar sign to start and then it's no Jesus no peace which is my YouTube channel name Spell so you that. can find me on YouTube it's it's K-N-O-W that that no if you know jesus you you will know peace no jesus no peace no hyphens underscores or other uh symbols just letters no jesus no peace on youtube and on facebook uh robert a avila and i have a little cartoon icon it's a picture of the united states being nuked and an angel pointing things out to a man so uh it's kind of unique you can find me that way send me a friend invite uh, and uh, my books, uh, ebooks are available on, on most platforms, uh, but only uh, Amazon does print books, and Barnes and Noble also will have my print books soon. But I'm still uploading them. That's a work in progress. It'll take a little bit longer. I, they use a specific each platform kind of uses their own specific format. So we've got to create those and. Uh, do a little bit of editing for each one and, and get those uploaded. But some about half the ebooks are up there, and the print books will be up there soon, probably by the end of February. Have everything up there, you know, God willing. Fantastic! I encourage people to support the ministry of Robert Zvitlana Avila. They're doing a great work on the front lines here for Jesus, representing yeah, and, in Sweden. And you, uh, you know, actually, my my wife now is doing a ministry where she's. Uh, uh, collecting clothes from stores that, that you know they take like uh, the the and scratch stuff you know though there's a little hole in here uh, this was sewn a little bit she, they, they're, so they're going to give her free clothes and then she also uh, buys other stuff on discount and mailing them to children in Ukraine so if anybody wants to specifically support that uh, just put a note in the PayPal uh, thing and I, I'll get that note and, and uh, I'll give that to her and she can send some close to children in Ukraine. That is fantastic. My friend, uh, yeah. how's your schedule looking for Wednesday the 14th at the same time? Yeah, we will see you then. Okay, you want to close us in prayer? Thank you for coming on. 
Oh, great and mighty God, we ask you, Father, to uh, anoint each of the person here uh, listening to this message uh, live or uh, in the uh, archive. We pray, Father, that you will bless us to receive dreams and visions, to receive gifts of the Spirit, Almighty God, to know your voice and follow it exclusively, Father, rejecting all other sources. We pray, O great and mighty King, that you will give us a heart to draw near to you. Can we know that you will draw near to us? We thank you, Almighty God, for your word. We thank you for giving your Son for our redemption. We thank you, Almighty God, that you have plans for us for good and not evil all the days of our lives. We thank you, Father, that you love us so deeply, so intimately. We treasure you, Lord. You are first in our lives. And we thank you, Father, that you are so patient with us, so loving, so great. We thank you, O great and mighty God. You are Jehovah Jireh, the God who sees our needs, the God who provides for our needs. You, Almighty King, are the one in whom I place my trust for all things, all aspects of my life. I put my family into your hands, my friends into your hands, my hopes for my own future and for theirs, Lord. We put into your hands, Almighty God. We ask you, Father, to bless our ministries, to bless our works, to feed your sheep, to bless them and amplify them, Almighty King, that the people will be encouraged, that the people will be strengthened, that the people will draw near to you, O great God, that your name will be glorified in all eternity. For to you, Lord, belong all the glory and the power and the fame and the recognition and the praise and the strength and the glory, Lord. Oh, Father, take all of our strength and all of our mind and all of our souls, Lord. We submit them to you, Father. You are the lamp that guides our lives. You are the rock upon which we stand. You bring us peace and joy and love. You fill us, Lord, with a thrill for the future. You, O great King, are the one in whom we give all things. In Jesus' holy, immaculate name we pray for your glory, almighty God. Amen. I say amen to that. Robert, what would you like to title the program for today? The Greatest Threat to Humanity. My friend, excellent message today, and you're doing a fantastic job for Jesus. Keep up the good work, my friend, and uh, we'll see you all again in about two weeks. You're the best, Shannon. Love you, bro. Love you too, brother. Robert and Zvitlana Avila. We've already got him booked for the 14th, same time. Next week, we're going to have Elvis Newhart, 9 a.m. Eastern, followed by Michael Cummins, 10 a.m. Eastern, followed by David Measures. Okay, that's going to be it for right now. I'm going to sign out. Get a few hours shut eye and be back and see you all in a few hours at uh, 7 p.m. tonight. 7 p.m. We're going to be on with Michael Basham. Two-hour special with Elena Nita. And then Lou Young and the Demon Hotline tonight at 10 Eastern. So three programs for you tonight. Um, I'll get um, the programs we did last night and today uploaded in a few hours for you we also have about two dozen of the reloaded broadcast already cut and uploaded for you help yourself to those and I'm testing out um, a new system called the Omega Man Vault where we could um, go ahead and move into turbo gear and upload the back catalog of 10,000 plus shows was working on it today this afternoon 
Okay. God bless you all. Check out my website, omegamanradio.com. Love you all. See you next time. God bless.